You're listening to Clock Radio Speakers with Armand and Doc. To hear the rest of this week's show, exclusive episodes, and more, subscribe today at patreon.com slash crspodcast or clockradiospeakers.com. All right, seven, where are you at? I want, I want to hear your seven first. What's your seven? Uh, believe it or not, it's King's Disease 2. Mmm. Is this on your list? Absolutely. Much higher. Okay. Um, we could save it till, till later if you'd like. I mean, I'll, I'll just say this much. No. I, I'm in, like, th- this is the last in a tier that I, for me, is like interesting but flawed to me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But there are records. I mean, Death Row, East. Alma's great, man. <sighs> yes. The, the lows, you're right. The lows are there, but the highs are so high. I mean, it's Lauren so Hill rapping like Armand Wake Up on Nobody. Who saw that coming? <laughs> yeah, duh. You know, Nas yes. making what is in retrospect the most LeBron James song of all time with Brunch on Sundays. Like, just all oh sorts of... <laughs> He's in the video. I know. All He's sorts of stuff on this album. Super meta. Super meta. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, but no, I, I, I really like this. And, you know, I, you know, man, the first half of Nas is good. I've grown to the second part. I've grown. The second part has grown on me, but the first part is just so, it's so I perfect. I know. It's so perfect. I know. Yeah. Yeah. I'm with you. So we can talk about, we can talk about that album in more detail later. What's your number yeah, seven? Yeah, for sure. My number seven is a, is a late entry that came out later in the year. It's not an official album, but it's on my iTunes. So it is official. Beautiful. Um, I think it's my number six. And, and it has not left my rotation since it came out. Yeah. And it's a uh, Dr. Dre's The Contract. This is great. Why is this? Why is this not on streaming services? Like they, they are. I get it. Rockstar probably cut a huge check, but this album does a lot for Dr. Dre's legacy in the public. Like doc, he's solidified, right? Like Dr. Dre solidified forever. But if you make this available for the average music consumer to just listen without having to play a video game, they're gonna be like, they're gonna be blown away. Yeah. I mean, blown away. This album is crazy. Yeah. Top to bottom. Nothing. Really even the good. Eminem record has grown on me. Yeah. Even the Eminem record has grown on me. This record is great. You're right. Even the, I don't know. I know it's faint praise, right? It's like, yeah, even the Eminem record. <laughs> oh God. It's snowing outside. Oh, we no. are here. Oh no. Oh, it's actually kind of mild today. Like it was like 50 degrees yesterday. Yeah. Duh. Hey, hey, hey. I just want to let y'all know if you're listening, if you're listening at this point. Is it's been warm out here too, like fake warm. Yeah. Like look, don't it's fifty look, now. What's going on? Like it's listen, we don't know what's what. We don't know if it's COVID or if it's the cold or if it's the flu. We're hearing that the flu and COVID are doing a, a best of both worlds uh mixtape. They're doing I can't feel my face. Like, look, just because it's warm outside, y'all better bundle up. Let's continue to dress like it's January. Just keep your layers up. Anyway. That's my that's my dad advice for the week. The yeah, contract the contract is great. Yeah, contract is great. Yeah, contract. It's is fantastic. Great. Yep. Yeah, that's really, why really it was great. my it was my sixth pick. Like it's it's a definitely a late entry, but like even I don't know. I, I guess like the the song on here I skip the most is probably Diamond Mine. Yeah, because it it's the it's the Nipsey verse for me. Mm. It's the Nipsey verse. It's it's a very it's a low tier. It feels like Nipsey wrote it. To come back to it. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds like a generic Nipsey verse. Whereas I know if Nipsey's working with Dre, like, and he knows that the record's gonna come out, Nipsey's gonna Nipsey's gonna go crazy. Yeah. So I'm with you. Oh, wait, wait, wait. This is now on streaming. 
Is it? Uh, hold on. If you look, I don't know. <laughs> but, you know, with streaming, sometimes if somebody put it up there, but if you right. search GTA Online, this doesn't seem official at all. Hold on, what's going on <laughs> I looked on title and it said GTA Online. I got uh, Sun Diesel. Yeah, I think this is not official. Okay. What are you looking on? I just Googled to see if this was this was available, but maybe not. Oh, okay. I'm on the, uh, yeah, I went on title. Let me see Spotify. GTA Online. Oh, I thought I saw something. I saw something, but when I go into it, it's like weird. Hmm. So yeah. it, I think someone did put it up. <laughs> so and somebody, my bad. It wasn't official, but someone did the move where they, they uploaded it, even though they weren't supposed to. They're like, yeah, nah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Dre, you tripping. Yeah. That needs, to, that needs to be available ASAP. It's yep. really good. Yep. 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 All right. Okay. Well, that's my, that's All my right. number six. Okay. So my number six is an album that you referenced earlier and it's a uh, snow Allegra's temporary highs mm, in the father's mm, Yeah. Let's talk. I mean, there's some there's some songs in here, man. Like, listen, let me just preface this with like a lot of current R&B. I'm just not crazy about like for whatever reason, I just can't. I haven't been able to tap in. Um, Alex Isley, again, is probably the only artist that I'm really able to tap in with uh, consistently. But Snow, a lot of her traditional fans I've noticed like her last album better than this one, whereas I'm the compl- I'm opposite. Like the other album has woe and. You know, like has dope songs on it, but this is a body of work. Crazy. Crazy. We, t- we talked about it when we reviewed this, but I mean, I like the I like the Tyler stuff on here. Um, yes, yeah, I, I still don't. It didn't but go in your eyes is. <sighs> man. Yeah, man. Like, I, <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. Like, I'm probably just better off telling you what songs I don't listen yeah. to. Lost um, You is good. I mean, yeah. the, the opening yeah. to this is pretty strong. Yeah, like from for me, for me, it's it starts in your eyes is dope, but for me, it starts with we don't have to talk about it, and from there, Tangerine Dream, Temporary Highs, Violet Skies, in on my mind, like it's just a great run, mm. great run of music. I love it, I love it. It's my favorite R and B album of the year for sure. Mm. Yeah, for sure. So shout out to Snow. I would and, be interested in seeing her in concert. And she got a uh, oh. she got a Grammy on for this. Best R&B Good for her. Good for her. Check and see if she's touring this album. I think she is. Anyway, what's your, uh, while I'm checking on that, what's your, let's go to five. What's your number five? Uh, An album that we briefly talked about, but I don't really, last time you and I talked about this, you hadn't really listened to it. Mm -hmm. And that's Silk Sonic. (sighs) I started to listen to it because one of my friends uh, played me a beat. Uh-huh. It samples it. Oh. And the sample was crazy. You're like, what is this? Yeah, I was like, what? Well, it wasn't like, it wasn't, she was just playing it because she was just like, I want you to hear something I'm working on. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't for me to rap over. But I was just like, yo, this is nuts. I immediately went to Silk Sonic's album, but I still haven't really sat down and listened to it yet. Mm. But everybody talks about how great this album is. It's great. It's 31 minutes. You can pretty much fly all the way through. Um, even the, like, it's because it's so short. It's also just so perfectly put together. Mm. Like, it's so well-crafted um, mm. that, you know, it's, um, yeah, it's just like, you know, even a song that maybe not be perfect, it just sounds and feels great. Mm. So, yeah, I mean, 
you know, it's funny because like they got so much mileage out of like the video for like Leave the Door Open and everything else. But like Leave the Door Open is just still a great song. Mm. Um, Smoking Out the Window is fun. Put on a smile, which if 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 people are sampling songs from this, I'm guessing it might be put on a smile, but we'll see. Mm. You don't have to confirm or deny that. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Um, but um, but no, it's uh it's so well crafted. It's just like it's feel good music. Um it's interesting it came out in November because it does not feel like a cold weather album to me. It's very warm. Mm-hmm. Like the the tones, mm-hmm. the textures, everything else, like I'm surprised that maybe they took a little time. Maybe they just needed to keep working on it. But like, cause Le- leave the door open was earlier this year. Mm-hmm. And if the rest of the stuff was ready, I'm surprised they didn't roll, but it must not have been ready. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but no, it's, uh, yeah, uh, it's great. Shout out to them, man. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. yeah shout out to them. I still got, I got to check it out. Maybe I'll wait until it gets a little warmer. Or maybe I'll listen to it while we're we're still deep cleaning the house. Mm. Oh, it's a great um, cleaning the house song. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, great album for cleaning the house. Absolutely. Okay. All right. All right what's I'm your number you. five? My number five. Yes, sir. Friend of the show. Mm. Uh, I'm proud of him because it makes all of these years of Doc, you and I slandering uh, all of his previous albums oh. worth it because now he's made the album that. I feel like we knew that he was capable of. And I mean, that sounds really pretentious and, and, and you know, just really, like, you know, prideful, right? He made you proud. But, um, yeah, he made Nas proud and now he now he made Armand proud. Um, J. Cole, offseason. I have this higher. Okay. Okay. I'll briefly just, I'll just say that. Yeah. The only reason why it's so low, I'll say that and then we can get into when we talk about it in mm. your slot. The only thing I'll say, the reason why this is so low is because the other four albums, I played more. That's the only reason why. The only reason why. But top to bottom, this is a really, really, really good album. Really good. But we'll, we'll talk about it more when we get to your slide. Okay. So, so I had kind of like Silk Sonic and the Dre Project kind of like in a tier. And then I have an album that is in a tier of its own because I don't know where to put it. But for me, it's not one of my top three. Okay. And that's Donda. Donda's higher for me. Okay. We need to have a big conversation about Donda. Yes, we do. Again, I know. It's complicated. It's, it's very com- complicated. It's, first of all, what what Donda? Um, like what version? Right. Duh, I've heard some uh some more leaks have come out. <laughs> There's another version of South Carolina that's like yeah. really, really good. Yeah. I'm like, why wasn't this? It feels more Kanye. Like, it almost feels like college dropout-ish mm-hmm. mixed with Jesus is King. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know. There's there's the Donda <laughs> that could have been, and there's the Donda we got. For sure. For me, it's, I just put it at number four. Because even though, like, the, like as an example, that Silk Sonic project is top to bottom, just a tighter, more cohesive album. But mm. I listen to the, the, to the records off Donda way more than that. So, like, it, it kind of fit in that slot. But for me, my top three... Far and away, the three three albums I listened to the most this year, and I think I've yeah. mostly got them in order, but I'm even debating that. But yeah, um, we'll talk about Donda when we get to Donda. What's your number four? My number four is King's Disease 2. Okay, let's talk about it. Um, I, I, I guess I can't really say much other than like the highs are really, really high for me. Mm. Um, this was another Nas album that I was proud of. Um, because it just felt like 
Nas just feels like a completely different artist. You know, so for me, uh, Death Row East is dope, you know, but Rare has grown on me tremendously. Mm. But then once we get the store run, Moments, Moments. Nobody, um, Count Me In, Composure, My Bible, Nas is Good, like those are nice runs with very small uh, like breaks. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, and those are really, really high for me. And if we're talking about a 15 track album and I yeah. like 10 or 11 of the songs, that's yeah. gr- that's a great ratio for me. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I, I can't really say any, I can't say more about this other than I'm just really proud of Nas and this album is great. It's super dope. Yeah. The Eminem record, you know, EPMD two EPMD sounds okay on EPMD two. Yeah. EPMD, EPMD are good. I'm good with them. It's, yeah. it's M. Yeah. It's M. Sorry. I'm, um, <laughs> Have we? Do we know why Quentin Miller has a writing credit on the pressure? Uh, listen, man. I, I think I think he goes in, and I think he still helps people out. Just so a little sprinkling there, from now and then. Yeah, yeah. I think he crafts hooks and you mm. know help t- tells people to change this here and change that. Sure. Like, yeah, man. I I think that's what we get. Hopefully, he's getting paid. He's one hundred percent getting paid. Yeah. I think the Drake thing was probably the best thing for him. Like now that the smoke is cleared, I'm sure he's rolling in the writing credits he should just be like mr fix it like bring me in help out a little bit you know he's bar rescue (laughs) (laughs) is that still going on um i don't know but probably not probably not in the pandemic but i used to love that show man (laughs) it's the same the thing it's like when you watch one you're like this is so interesting and then you watch three in a row and you're like it's the same show every time it's the same show it's the same show bar is decent but the owner has personal issues and they somehow spill into how he runs his, he or her runs their business and yeah it becomes that i don't understand how anybody can watch that that show and still want to have their family work with them in their business i'm s- <sighs> that show is a is just a big old flashing light that says do not mix family with business listen man i, I told people like Yo, i'm never i'm never doing like a family church ever again because it's just it's just messy it's, mm. it's it's too much it's too much i don't do it so yeah business same thing same thing no thanks like this what you and i do is like the closest i'll do mm. and what we do is very very light yeah it's very light i, don't, I wouldn't go in i wouldn't go any deeper but yeah now in my number four okay um all right we're in the top three i think my th- i think top th- i think uh, i think it's j cole with the off season for me for three mm. okay um not mad at that right out the gate on this album He's letting everybody know that he's not messing around. For sure. 95 South is ridiculous. Yep. It's absurd. J. Cole has decided he's, it's almost like if you told, like if we found out that actually, you know what? He's decided to play a character. Mm-hmm. That's how I would describe what, what J. Cole has, what his rapping style has turned into. He's turning in, he's turned into the, basically the sort of to a cocky rapper in a way that, he never really was before. Yeah, it's really amazing how he's getting away with, you know, for who people present yes. him to be versus what his content often is in his music is completely different from that. 100%. It's very interesting that he's not held to the standard of his content. I mean, also, like, it's the Jake, like, yeah, it's like you said, I mean, like, the you know, people, why people revered him three years ago, 
four years ago, 10 years ago, almost at this point. Right, right. You know, compared to this, it's like, it's like, did you hear 100 mil? Right, right. Which I love 100 mil. Right, right. It's a great song, but it's about <laughs> acquiring a lot of money. Right. Which J. Cole's fan base would consistently say, would talk about how negative that is and how that's destructive to, you know, communities and whatever, whatever. But like, I think maybe it's one of those things where, is it one of those things where because people, we don't have, we don't live in the keep it real era like we did, where if a, if a rapper or somebody was, was inauthentic, they got destroyed. When now you're living like in the 6ix9ine era where... <laughs> Well, it, it, it's 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 like a Royal Rumble, like people can do whatever they want. It, so people are able. So in turn, people are able to say, OK, that's just cold the rapper. But then when he interviews with Nardwar or when he shows up, he shows up as humble, you know, and people are able to separate the two and they're OK with that. Well, a couple of things I would say. Uh, first of all, six, nine has paid the price. His career is not the same. Like his career, his it's worth his career, how incredibly successful he was for a time. He was on his way, and I think his career is over now. There's nothing he can do. However, I believe that he has ushered in a bunch of baby six nines. Mm. He, like, he, I mean, he paid the price. I think he, he is the clout baby. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So when I think of like this generation of clout, as the you say, I think of six nine being like the he's the mascot. Mm. So people may not be snitching, but people are willing to do whatever, whatever to get a morsel of fame or attention or likes or views or whatever the the other thing i would say is like that whole keeping a real thing like that is exactly the aesthetic that j cole was paying tribute to right (laughs) so for him of all people it's just like wow but let me say this about this album the execution of the rollout is flawless this year okay man I i forgot about the rollout. so a week before he puts out the interlude as a as mm-hmm. a surprise sneaky, we used to call them street singles. Street put out the street single, leaked a little bit early. Yeah, yep. Patreon had it right. The album comes out a week later, and in between there, he does an LA Lakers freestyle that blows up online. Mm-hmm. Then, when the album comes out, he does not include features, so they are surprises to people. Mm-hmm. So, Twenty One Savage popping up on My Life, but more importantly, Little Baby popping up on Pride Is the Devil. Mm-hmm. And completely blowing people's minds. Yep. Where at the time I would have told you that's guest appearance of the year, basically. And it might be, but just because of the surprise plus the vert, like everything. Pride of the Devil is Pride of the Devil's a great song. Yeah, dope record. Um, and you know, this album's not perfect. Um, the climb back is fine, you know. Uh applying pressure is very typical J. Cole. And I know he's got that on there for the fans. Um, but this is a really good album with like, mm. I don't know, 95 South, My Life, 100 Mil Prize. Like there's four or five records on here that if I was making like a favorite songs of the year list, it's going on there. Like it's a strong album from him. Yeah. Well produced. Yeah. Really well produced overall. Oh, to hear Doc say that. I know. No, oh, really, boy. really well produced. Yeah. T-minus making a comeback. T-minus. He's in the Narwar interview. Is he? He shows up. Yep, he shows up. Yeah, shout shout out to T minus. Shout out to J Cole, man. Yeah, great album. Great album. This uh, this T minus uh, Renaissance is fascinating. Hey man, good for him. It's the last that was the last time I uh, I saw Monique when T minus was making beats. 
Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out to, for T minus to literally be on the cusp of having a producer run. Yeah. Leaving. Yeah. Nobody knows why there's rumors. You know, there's rumors that he gave his life to God. There's rumors that he had family stuff. Like, it was a mystery of why he left. He comes back to the industry a few years later. It takes him about a year or two to find his, his rhythm, his groove. And he's in a good place. Yeah. He's in a good place. So shout out to him. Okay. Yeah. My number three. Yes, sir. I mean, you should know by now. Like, you know what this is. Um, West Side Gun, Hitler wears mm. uh, Hermes. Side B. I've seen side, it's, it's, uh, side B seems to be pretty consistently regarded as the better. It's the better side. It makes side A sound better. Mm. We heard side A leaving the Donda concert and we were very underwhelmed. Mm. I remember that. Other than hearing like Wayne on the Alchemist beat in a couple of those Stove God hooks and stuff like, but overall it was like, eh. But out the gate on this, Hell on Earth Part 2, slap in the face. And we're just, and we're just on a roll yeah. here. Um, to me, this is, oh, I'm pulling up the album, sorry. Man, you, we always talk about, anytime I listen to, to Wes's albums, y'all know I'm like a, a Wes fan, so I'm a little biased. Sure. But anytime we talk about Wes albums, Fly God is like his Illmatic. It's like, it's the standard. And then when people get into like what his, what his second best or whatever, whatever, like a lot of people have Pray for Paris up there. I do. Um, this might be number three. Mm. This might be number three. Um, this album is really, I mean, Free Cutter, Julia Lang, um, uh, uh, Forrest Lawn, getting two chains on that record. Uh, uh, Eddie Kingston, Ostertag, uh, the fly who couldn't fly straight with Tyler. Like, yeah, man, this record, like this album from top to bottom is really, really, really strong um, for it to be 20 tracks. And it doesn't feel like 20 tracks. It doesn't feel long. It doesn't feel like he overstays his welcome. Um, It's just Wes. Like, this, this is it for me. Like, this is it for me. I love it. I love this album a lot. Really, really good. So uh, one of the one of the things you and I are working on has a um, there's a beat that doesn't exactly have we'll say strong drums, right? Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. And I was I was playing a, a rough mix in the car for Marissa, and she was you know, we were talking about the lack of lack of drums, and I was mm-hmm. trying to explain to her. I was like, well, you know, so I was like, what do you know about Griselda? And she's like, say what? So like I had to like walk <laughs> her through the whole thing, you know. And so I played a West Side Gun. I forget what record I played for. I played some West Side Gun for her. And she <laughs> she was just like, why does he keep making that noise? <laughs> and oh I realized my God. it's a re- you know, getting into West Side is a real like it <laughs> it takes a minute. You know? For sure. You have for sure. Uh, <laughs> If you're not immersed in it, if you don't listen to it all the time, she was just like, could he, st-? she's like, cause, cause it's true. You know, on a lot of records, it's not even like he just does it. Like he does the, bu- bu- bu. he doesn't just do it at the top. It's like all through the song and she just could not get mm. past that. Um, I thought you, I thought you could kick it up, but no, I would say no. for me, like both of these two projects, like I didn't really need a double disc from West side, mm-hmm. but you know, much <laughs> this is going to sound funny coming from me. I kind of almost appreciate Cause I'm like, okay, I just haven't gone and done it yet. I'm like, I bet from these two, I could piece together a really good playlist. Absolutely, you could. Absolutely, you could. Wes, when you, I guess like Wes kind of does stuff. Wes is from our era. If you listen to him, 
who did he interview with? Was it was it Combat Jack? I don't remember, but like Wes was listening to like Wes was on the internet downloading MF Doom instrumentals and rapping over them in two thousand and one. Of course he so was. Like he's he's really from that era. So when he does stuff, he does stuff for the sake of it. Yeah. So for example, I know why he does it. He did a double disc because he wants to be in those conversations with other double disc albums because he grew up in the era where all the the best rappers had double disc albums. Yeah. So he wants to get put in that. Whereas now there's, you know, Chris Brown's Heartbreak on a Full Moon isn't considered a double disc album, even though it's, was it 60, 60 tracks or something like that? So I get the, I get the presentation behind it. Um, so it doesn't, it doesn't bother me as much, but I guess, you know, if, could you put together a double disc and still remove some records and it still be a double disc? Sure. Absolutely. I think, shoot, Life After Death is what, 12, 12 songs on the first disc? 12 and, and 12? 13 on the second? 12 and 12, see? Wu Tang Forever is 11 and 12. I just listened to that the other day. Talk about highs and lows, my friend. Man, I'm like, if you really sat down and did a uh-huh. hypothetical 1.5 of uh-huh. Wu Tang Forever, it would be incredible. Uh huh. But you don't. I mean, because I watched, I watched <laughs> Raekwon's Vlad interview where he was just like, yeah, we didn't really like the album. <laughs> but ultimately, it was Riz's call. So, yeah. It is I mean, it is. to start with a s- six minutes and 46 seconds of Wu Revolution takes some <laughs> real gumption. Oh, Papa Wu. <laughs> to, bury tr- to put Triumph on disc two is incredible. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That should be the intro. Like, yes. I like RZA talking over like the weird. No, nah, I can't. I, I like it's very Wu Tang. Yeah, it is. It's very Wu Tang. Or. Do that with a Wu Tang quote, and then go with a, right. a, a, a Japanese. You're gonna make me uh, do a 1.5 for this. Aren't do, you? It. <laughs> do it, do it, because I did one in my head. Do it. It needs one. We don't need Sun Shower. We don't need Black Shampoo. Well, sure. I mean, but Sun Shower was a bonus track. We don't need Sun Shower. Do I remember the Projects International remix? Not really. I don't. Nah, don't that. don't do any like extra stuff, man. Like really, literally, just based off of. I mean, you could just, there's the, I think they're the obvious highlights. I think it becomes a question of like, do you try to just remove the stuff you don't like, or do you really try to take the obvious highlights? Yeah. Like, do you make it like the best songs or do you make it a Wu-Tang album? Cause are the best songs together? Is that a Wu-Tang album or is it just the best songs from a Wu-Tang album? If that makes sense. Cause I'll tell you, Visions is not making the cut. As high as Wu-Tang get is not making the cut. I like as high as Wu-Tang. I wouldn't mm. put it on there. Yeah. No, it's literally for me the first disc is reunited for heaven's sake, cash, cash the, the rules. rules. And I it's like yours. older gods. Maria's good. Mm. Better tomorrow. Mm. Maybe. A better tomorrow is like their version of a of closing your album with a John Legend song. <laughs> nah, <man. And laughs> Yo, Wu Tang and John Legend would be fascinating. What if what if Rizza and John Le- what if Rizza records the reference for John Legend <laughs> and he's singing? Or no, Old Dirty's gonna record the reference for John Legend, one hundred percent. Now now all I can think about is my mind being blown by the the reference of Pharrell doing Got Your Money. Yeah, dog. That was so dope. Give me more of those, please. That was yeah. so good. Yeah. That was so dope. All right, what's your number three? Was that was we did West three. Side your number We're three? On two. Yeah, West okay. Side was number three. I'm yep. t- so I, one of these records you haven't mentioned yet, I know it's going to be on your list, and that's Call Me If You Get Lost. 
I don't know yeah. if that's my number one or my number two. <sighs> yeah, I got. I have a, a nice little conundrum with my one and two. My, well, my, here's the other record I'm having a conundrum with, and I don't even know if it's, has, you have not mentioned it yet, which is interesting. I, I have a hard time believing it would be your number two, but it would delight me. And that's the Don Tolliver album. Yo. You forgot about it. I completely forgot about the Don Tolliver album. I would put it either at the bottom. Yeah. Because I forgot about it or it would be an honorable mention. But that album is great. That, that album, album is, really is good. great. And I, li- for me, the biggest thing is I listen to a lot. Of that album. It's okay. very listenable. It's so go. easy to listen to. That's why it's high for you. Yep. I get that. I get so, that. So in terms of listen, I I probably listen to it more than Call Me If You Get Lost. Mm. Call Me mm. If You Get Lost is at time like you almost have to kind of figure out like where am I jumping in on Call Me If You Get Lost? Like for if sure. You, if you're not gonna do a full playthrough. For sure. Life of a Dawn, I can there's all sorts of places I can jump in. Um, but I guess I think maybe Call Me If You Get Lost is probably my top. It, so you're considering Call Me If You Get Lost. What's your What's the other one you're, you're thinking about? Donda. Oh, Donda. Right, right, right. All right. Yeah, so that means we have three, between us, we have three albums to talk about. Donda, mm-hmm. Tolliver, and Tyler. Mm-hmm. You want to get Don Tolliver out of the way real quick? Yeah, yeah, because that's, that's more on your list. I'm adding it now to my honorable mentions just because I forgot about it. But great album. Um, he's, had, he's had quite a year. Okay. You know, um, well, oh, I, for, I forget you don't like Moon. I don't. I don't. <laughs> but I'm the only person in the world who doesn't like that song. Yeah. Um, and, and so it turns out like, and it makes sense because he's in the Mike Dean camp. He was doing references for Kanye for all sorts of stuff. Not all of them made, made the album, obviously. I wonder if Moon started as a reference and Kanye's like, well, I can't sing that. <laughs> Can you imagine yeah. Kanye trying to sing Moon? Yes, actually. <laughs> I heard him sing Hurricane. Well, so, <laughs> so, like, with surprise, like, so I've liked Don Tolliver, but I didn't really love his last album, um, Heaven or Hell. I thought it was fine. I thought it was kind of like Jack Boys in a sense, where I was like, all right, I kind of see what he's doing. And he's had, Tolli- John Tolliver's had a, like, just a crazy run of guest appearances and all sorts of stuff. But I was really stunned with how good this album is. It's not perfect. Mm hmm. There are a handful of tracks I'm going to skip, but honestly, like almost the whole, like op- this, the whole, like first half of the album is crazy. Yeah. Um, it's incredibly well-produced. Mm-hmm. Um, Escape 5X, way bigger, what you need. Mm-hmm. Drugs and Hella Melodies with, with Kali Uchis is phenomenal. The Baby Keem record, of course, sounds like Baby Keem because, you know, of course it's got a weird beat switch and everything else. <laughs> um, Honestly, the weird thing about this project is like, you know, there's a Travis Scott record at the end produced by Travis Scott. And it's probably one of the weaker tracks on here to me. But like, it's super listenable. Um, I feel like he is obviously like people know who he is, but like he start like he did a pretty good tour based off of this. Like I'm, he hasn't had like a hit hit single yet. You know, um, I'm super interested to see what happens to him. Because mm. he's clearly more than I thought he was going to be. I don't really know what he was. I don't even know. Like, we talked about this when we reviewed his album. Is he a singer? Is he a rapper? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what he is. I don't know what he is. Um, but, you know, he's something. I don't know if that's going to translate to... No, really. I mean, like, he's something different, you know? And I don't know if that's going to translate to, like, a hit big single or whatever. Mm-hmm. But... 
I immediately, like I just, this album like hit me immediately. It was un- undeniable. It's very listenable. It's super easy to run through. It holds up on repeat listens. Like it is everything I would want out of an album. I was stunned by how much I like this album. It's yeah. so good. Yeah. Yeah. I'm really upset that I completely forgot about this album. Because I remember when we when we reviewed it, I, how much I liked it. We were both just like, "Can you believe this album? How is this yeah, possible?" Yeah, I totally forgot. Yeah, um, I, I can't add anything to it because of that. But yeah, I just remember being blown away. I'm really mad that I forgot. I'm mad that I forgot. But yeah, shout out to Don Tolliver. I'll come back next episode, or I'll tweet about it or something when I, because I'll probably screenshot and post my list when that with the with the episode in a clip or something like that. I think we should. I think we should share our lists. Okay. Uh, to to kind of drive some some listens. Are we ready to talk about Donda for the, maybe maybe the last time? I don't know. <laughs> sure. Um. Oh, so let's let me ask you this: are, What do you consider to be the canonical version of the album? Is it the deluxe? It's the version we got. Okay. So do it's you the, count the, life of the, the party? Oh dang it! Okay. So it's it's the full version, uh-huh. but it's the original track list. Actually, you know what? No, no, no. See, now you throw me off. I don't know what version is the real version. I, I have no idea. I know. It's one of the... There are lots of weird problems with this album. There are. And um, because of that, yeah. that has kind of what's made it... That's what... Like, that was the charm of it. Was that you saw it grow, you saw it develop you became like emotionally attached to it because of the rollout and because of the leaks and because of all the other stuff that came with it. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, it's hard to separate the album from the listening sessions. I go back and listen to the listening sessions more than I do the album. But oh, that's honest. interesting. Is the second one, the, is the second one your favorite? You know, it's weird. Like between the second is, it's a conundrum of the, or it's a, it's a compilation of the three. Mm. It really is. The second one was the best one, but then like I've grown to enjoy some of the changes. Some of the things they had in the second one, um, the, the final version was better. It was better. Yeah. I, but I think there are also cases because clearly he went and then redid like the stuff he did for the third. It's like, nah, you should have backed off that actually. Yes, for sure. For um, sure. Much like with all things Kanye, especially over the past five years, he he just he tweaked it too much. Like he he seems to vacillate between spur of the moment, throw it out, last minute, let's put it together, and I'm gonna sit here and tweak this to like there's till there's nothing left. And we even mm-hmm. saw that on this album to a certain degree, you know. Like I mean, God, we don't even need to talk about Hurricane anymore, you know. But like yeah. what we've come to see in the weeks and months afterwards with all the leaks and everything else like a lot of these songs took all sorts of forms yeah for sure for sure i think the problem is for for me what keeps it because as of right now i have it at number two yeah but it's the i I listen to this more than my number one Mm. um i went to the concert yeah i got i got merch i have all of these other like connections to the album that I don't have with any other album on my list, um, but it's so jarring. It's so not perfect. I would take things from leaks and studio sessions and different listening parties and retail and put them all together. And if I made my own Donda, it would be amazing. 
um, but I haven't done that yet. It's actually difficult um, to know, like, what would my one Donda be? I saw a list because then you also have to factor in stuff like uh, uh, Wash Us in the Blood, you know, like other stuff that was recorded during the Donda sure. sessions, but didn't make the album. You know, would you add those things to the album? Would I add that? Wash Us in the Blood specifically? Pro- probably not. Would I... Hmm. You know, like some stuff, it's like, man, do I, I wish we had a really good mix of the OG television. Oh, the one with Conway and 2 Chains. That's actually interesting. Yeah. I don't know if that makes it. It's a lot. I, I get, in hindsight, I get why that didn't make the album. It, it's a just lot. Like I get, just why I get why Life of the Party didn't make the album. That it I doesn't, don't get. It doesn't, but sonically, it doesn't, sound right with the rest well, of the music it's a it's an amazing song but it just doesn't no you're right, kanye, you're right because oh go ahead sorry I was, I, let me say this last sentence if kanye would have used different sounds instead of leaning on the organ so hard That's it would have made sense once he decided and this is something i want my fix on on my verse once he decided to no, it's somewhere between listening party one and two he decides one and two. to lean on the or on the organ and yep. once that change happens you're right it doesn't really work it like doesn't work. where do you even put that right right but if lost soul stays as is if new again stays as is life of the party has a, has a slot somewhere sure i mean if hurricane stays as is if hurricane or stays a, the a same different too, version yep 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 at least the, at least the production i get cleaning it up but sure like the the Man, that was his cowbell. <laughs> it was his cowbell. He just like, worked, nah, on, he worked on it for so long. Yeah, we need a we need an organ. Like, no, we don't. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, we don't. Um, and there are like for me the reason why this is why well, I had this at four, but like it could have been higher. Is like it's what we said. Like there's there's stuff in here I would just totally skip. Even if I like, even if I didn't have access to the other stuff that has leaked out, you could you could trim this up nicely, for sure. I think there are interesting art. I think I feel like you and I would not make the same 1.5. Not at all. I, if we're still doing the 1.5 episode, we're it's going to be different. And that's fine. And that's fine. <laughs> um, and that could be part of the fun. But um, yeah. but but yeah, it. I think it's the most noteworthy album of the year. For sure, for sure. Kanye had an amazing year, um, and he was able to accomplish things that. He hasn't got, I said this a couple episodes ago, he hasn't had this much positive press in a long time. And yet, it didn't really sell all that well. It sold fine, but it didn't sell all that well. It's, it's gold. It should be gold by now, right? You, this album should have done way better than gold. No, for sure. For sure. Um, there's not really any songs off of here that are like living on. You know, like that have gotten like, and that have gotten extra life now that we are outside of the the release, se- the, you know, the listening sessions and the initial release and everything. It's like, you know, Hurricane was supposed to be the big single and it kind of like came and went, mm-hmm. you know? And I think people like record. It's really just fascinating that there's like, I don't know if it's because they're like not trying to push with the streaming services. I don't know what it is, but like there are a lot of records on here. They could have said, oh, let's push this. And I don't know if they're not pushing. I don't know if they're pushing. Nobody cares. But like, it's so weird to me that an album that has, I mean, like they didn't give, they didn't want to give off the grid some run. Praise God. They didn't want to, you know, believe what I say could have had. I mean, there's, there's all sorts of songs they could have tried to give some run to. But there's like, I feel like this album came and went and like the album exists as a thing. But like the songs on the album somehow didn't permeate the larger culture, if that makes sense. Yeah. 
Yes and no, because, excuse me, I just heard Off the Grid on the radio two days ago. Well, good. I mean, that's good yeah. that they're playing it then, but like... And um, yeah, yeah I, I, I guess like the way Kanye... Ye is so weird. Like, I, if I say this, I feel like there's some truth to it, but it's also wrong. But like, Kanye doesn't really do traditional media. So... He's not really pressed about getting his song on the radio. Um, but how do you get that to permeate culture? Because Praise God did, because Praise God went viral. Yeah. Everybody was doing reels and TikToks off of the beginning of, of that song. Um, but like it doesn't make a billboard chart, it doesn't hit that, but I it's gotta be that they're not pushing right in the right way to streaming services. It's gotta be. So you're saying like it's not really hitting like uh, like playlists and stuff? Yeah, I just don't think it's in that same because otherwise you would see because you know that's that's what is directly influencing what is what is going to end up on on Billboard. Like I just I don't know if they're just not pushing it right or maybe they just who knows? Because with Kanye, the other thing is like where is his attention? Right now, I can tell you where his attention. Right now, his attention is like Kim, please pay attention to me. <laughs> right. Which. You know, the man's I'm going losing, through some I'm losing things. my family. He's losing yeah, his losing family. My family. Yeah. Um, but that doesn't help when like, you know, um the 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 Kanye West musical experience at this point is heliocentric. It revolves around him and what he wants to pay attention to. Mm-hmm. Right. The the way that this album was rolled out in terms of singles and promotion and everything else, or you know, videos or, or anything like that, it's super clear that there is nobody else who is charged with like Okay, Kanye, like, it's not like Kanye saying, like, all right, like, I'm empowering you, mysterious person, to, like, get the singles ready, like, make, line up whoever, help me get the video, like, remind me when it's time, let's talk creative for the video. Like, there's nobody doing that for him. Do you know what I mean? Right. Or he has not empowered somebody to do that because, like, this just kind of almost in a weird way, considering how much hype it got, it came and went in a weird way? Yes and no. I guess it depends on like where where you're like where you're looking. Yeah. You know, like it's so weird. Like, you know, niche marketing is the new mainstream, you know, where like maximizing your super fans and maximizing like your area of the Internet is like where your success is. And sometimes, you know, I think of I always think of Mac Miller being like one of the earlier people who accomplished that where his album went number one and people were like, who's Mac Miller? Yeah. You know, so when I hear when I see Donda, every circle that that I'm in, it's still very, very relevant. And I'm not even saying like because it's it's Christian circles and stuff. Sure, like that. Sure, I'm not sure. saying it at all. But the album is. But then when I like look, when I tap in or when I just look into like the overall just scene of things, yeah. I still see at least Kanye being talked about. And when I see Kanye. I see Donda, like the aesthetic of Donda. Yes. When it's the reason why people, you see artwork and every single album has some sort of like mascot or theme or something, whether it's the bear or it's the 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 uh, the sword going in the ear from Dark Twisted Fantasy or it's the gray suit from 808s, you know, or it's the blue from Jesus is King. Like the branding is this. So when I see Donda or when I see Kanye, I see black i see bold writing i see that stuff so to me that makes the album relevant maybe not as a totality but 
I hear praise God all the time and I hear off the grid all the time. Mm. Um, my hope is that believe what I say doesn't get lost in that because I remember I sent you a while ago when they made the announcement that that was going to be a single and they were pushing at the radio and your response was, it's a little too cold for that. <laughs> and you're right. You're right. Do believe what I say in March or April when it starts to warm up and then by the time it, it gets going, you know, it'll be warmer out for sure. But what is Kanye going to be thinking about in another three months? Yeah. Is he still going to even be on Donda in three months? You know, is he going to be on to the next thing? Knowing right. him, he'll probably be on to the next thing. And I think some of this is like the there's a certain huge chunk of the tabloid media, but even mainstream media that treats him as like Kanye West, the tabloid personality who is divorcing Kim Kardashian and doesn't really think about his music in that way. Or they wrote or they their reaction to Donda was, I can't believe he gave the baby and Marilyn Manson a platform. Mm -hmm. And it's like, yes, sure. Those are those are points to be made. And my theory is Kanye, like not only can Kanye sometimes not never know when to stop tweaking, he is he can also be completely self-destructive at times. For sure. Right. I always think of when he uh when he performed on SNL, um, when Life of Pablo came out mm -hmm. and he had like the perfect ending, and then at the end he was like like basically like screaming across the stage. Like, you know, he, <laughs> do you remember that? Not really. He like ends his performance with like I feel like he like ran across, like ran back and forth. It was something like really chaotic where he was almost just like arms out. Like it was like really it was just like very like well planned performance. And then he just like had to like balance that out in some way. You know? Yeah. And Kanye's always doing stuff that doesn't really make a lot of sense and might even feel like a little bit like it's self-destructive or whatever. But like the main the the popular, the sort of quote unquote mainstream media, um, I think they just see him increasingly as like a tabloid celebrity. And so you didn't get them picking up, oh, here's this, he's also got this incredible music, which doesn't really always mean a lot because it's mainstream media, who cares? But then that like the offshoot of that will then feed back. It's like part of the cycle of promotion and media for out for art for rappers, right? Yeah. Like when he gets out of a certain lane, he becomes not Kanye West the musician, he becomes Kanye West the Kanye West. He's a one of one. For sure. Yep. And sometimes the music gets lost in the shuffle. For sure. For sure. I don't disagree with that. Yeah. I don't so, disagree with that. And so all that to say, there are some incredible songs on here. I was going to say, we've been <laughs> we've been nitpicking and been super critiquey over songs. my second album of the year. There are some incredible songs. Fourth. There are songs that I don't ever need to hear again. Um, but there are some incredible songs. He messed up not rapping on Praise God. He's not on the song at all, other than yeah. the hook at the beginning. He messed up. He messed that up. Uh, and then I just went to another critique. Yes. Um, yeah. Great song. Great songs. Like for now, it's, it's still a great album. And the, and I think the personal connection for me is the fact that my daughter loves this album. Like mm. my, my, my baby, anytime I play praise God or off the grid, she's learning to like dance. She's starting to dance. That's what she dances to. It's the greatest. It's the greatest thing in the world. If ever I want to pick me up, I just play that song and she just, she just goes crazy. So there's like a, there's a personal connection there for sure. me, which makes it high. But when I think about what my album of the year is, and I listen to Donda more than this album, but this album has the better music. So then it becomes yeah. an issue of what you're esteeming. And for this, I think I have to make an executive decision and I have to esteem the music because this album is incredible. It's really good, man. It's really good. Um, 
it's a lot, it's a fair number of tracks, but many of them are short. So mm-hmm. like you just roll, you know, like the intro into Corso into Lemonhead, like before you even know it, you're on what's your name, which yep. is also short. And so is Lumberjack. And despite having an amazing Wayne performance, so is Hot Wind Blows. Like you're just rolling, you know, and then you finally slow mm-hmm. down a little bit on Massa. Yeah. Like the yeah. pacing is like so interesting and so good. I mean, I know people, I know oh, it's an interlude. It's fine. I probably could have done without mama talk, but it's fine. This because of because you get mama talk and then blessed right after rise. Like you kind of, the, the flow of the second half of the album isn't my favorite, but mm-hmm. I like juggernaut. Wilshire is, um, very long, but I think good. I didn't need Wilshire. Wilshire is the story, right? Yeah. Yeah, I need that. That's a, I get, I mean, I, I think that's perfectly placed on the album, for sure. Yeah, it's at the, for me, the only thing I would complain about is the song that everybody loves except me. Don't like, even say it. You don't, I don't like need Sweet? To hear, I, thought, I thought you wanted to dance? Nope. And it's long, and it's just a it's lot. Wonderful. And I can't, I, when I go see Tyler in February, that'll be my bathroom break. Oh, he's gonna, no. Tyler loves that song. No, no, no. And that's not a diss. I just don't like the song, right? But it's not a diss. I just don't like it. I don't like it. No, that's not a diss for me to say. <laughs> if I don't like it, I don't like it. That don't mean that I'm hating. Hey. Hey. Uh, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> Tyler, Tyler loves this song. Yeah. So when we talk about performing, you know, when you perform stuff, you're talking about pace, right? Yeah. Like, he really could mess around. And I think touring impacts the way that he creates so much. He really can do these songs in full, right? He's going to do, I thought you wanted to dance sweet in full. He's going to do the whole 10 minutes. Yeah. No way he's cutting that record. Yeah. I'm going to go buy some merch <laughs> during that time. Cause everybody else in the arena is going to be dancing except me. Yeah. I'm like, this is my time. Golf wing. <laughs> but that's my only complaint about this album. Other than that, Drama, the music, his rapping, um, guest appearances, not only just uh Wayne, but but Damo on uh on Manifesto, like nah man. Incredible. Incredible. I think Tyler should I mean obviously she got a lot of credit, it's a great album. I think um it would have been real easy for him to put out this or a form of this as like the mixtape mm. to rem- to just tell everybody look i know i made igor <laughs> don't worry i can still rap but so let me get this out before i go and do more igor like stuff and instead mm. he was like no 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 no. this is the album. yeah this is what i'm it doing was, yep and i love that it was a it's a risk it is a risk it's a risk and you know a, the younger generation got to got to discover DJ drama and you know some of them were like why is this guy shouting and it's just like why don't you shut up yep. <laughs> No but seriously like um you know for some hopefully it was a way to be like wait what are these mixtapes oh you know it's like an entry into the past Yeah yep Yep you you have no idea like that cuz he comes from that Tyler comes from that era Tyler was on the internet too downloading mixtapes and gangster grills and all this. And he talks about that. Who did a gangster grills? Pharrell. You know, oh, so I'm like sure. yeah, I mean. So you can hear that influence. That might have been the first gangster grills that Tyler heard. It probably was. You know? You know, Tyler might not have been been up on gangster grills until that. And then he went back and did his homework or whatever. But I mean Tyler's uh, thirty. So 
that means in 2005, he was... 15? 15, yeah. 15, 16? So... Might have been. Might have. That was probably, especially, yeah, I don't, you know, yeah, that, that probably sounds, yeah, something like that. Hmm. I got to say, I'm still not sure if it's my number one. Mm. But it's, it's, it's one of those things where it's like, if Kanye had gotten Donda right, Donda's number one. Mm-hmm. And I think you and I are just where it really boils down to is like, how much do we think that like him, him like not executing well, how, how far does that drag it down? And for me, mm-hmm. it's down to four and for you, it's down to two. Mm-hmm. Tyler's album being best of the years is interesting because like, it, it's like, it's got really, really good songs. It's got some great songs, but like, like you, I just, I didn't listen to it as much as I listened to other albums. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I'm, I'm a little, hmm, I'm going to talk to myself. I don't know. Because also we're talking about execution. Tyler's yeah. execution was flawless as well. Yes. Um, only rivaled by Cole. Yeah. Their executions were fantastic. And yeah. I probably more than I should, I really value execution. Absolutely. It matters. It really matters, it matters. to me. I yeah, get that. It matters. It matters. Yeah. Yeah. So... Yeah, I feel so that that's that's weird. We're in the same. We're in. The, it's not weird that we're in the same position with the album, um, but you know, I think what happened was I knew that Tyler was the album of the year like a month after it came out. Like I knew, mm-hmm. and I think it was like now it's a thing where somebody's gonna have to knock this out of position. Yeah, and none of the al- the other albums, all of them were great. Don't get me wrong, my list, I didn't have to force anything. Um, but I don't know if they were as the music was as good and that was really hard to like quantify with other, you know, did I play it as much? You know, did I have this emotional connection to it? No, 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 no. But the music is so good. Yeah. You can't deny it. Yeah. So I, I think that may be what it comes down to, man. What a year. <laughs> <sighs> Great year. Yeah. I don't know when's the last time we've done. It's been a couple years. A, a top 10 yeah it's been a couple years um and you could tell because we've been recording for three hours and 40 minutes um Jesus. which is like that's some old school crs stuff oh so boy to everybody who's listening still thank you we appreciate it. armand is there anything else we need to touch on from 2021 i'm sure there are but we'll forget you guys will remind us and we can come back to it next time we'll come back to i'm i'm exhausted i'm hungry i didn't think we we're gonna be recording for four hours i want to get some food i want to see my daughter and my wife so y'all are just y'all be fine three hours is plenty Thank you, everybody. We appreciate it. Thank you to all of our Patreon subscribers. If I, so I think this part is still uh, available to everybody. So if you're listening, if you made it this far and you are not yes. a Patreon subscriber, you yes. seriously owe it to yourself. Check it out at least. Try it for one month. You get bonus audio uh, at the $5 tier every every week. Sometimes that, you know the 5 and the $10 tier, they're the only people who get, who, who get the episode for what we're talking about. $10 mm-hmm. tier, you also get uh, bonus music and all sorts of fun stuff. Thank you to everybody who subscribes. We appreciate it. Yeah, and I owe I owe the ten dollar tier a Christmas present. Something mm. I was gonna do. I just got really busy, but I'm I'm gonna drop a bomb uh, for the ten dollar tier as a as a late Christmas gift. Um, in addition to that, you know we do Q and As. You know we just recently did one. If you're a fan of Christian hip hop, we just did a a Q and A on them as well on on that subgenre as well. Um, you know they were able to ask Black Jordan's White Sox questions and like. Nobody got the chance to do that. Um, so we're, we're definitely, yeah, it would behoove you if you're a fan of the show. It just makes sense. Just 
just drop the five dollars a month at least. But I think the 10 is worth it as well. Um, and, you know, just become a part of the community and shout out to those of you who are already uh, part of the the crew. Do we have a name for our, our Patreon community? <laughs> Not really. Now, like 